Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. Best previous finish for Muirhead, a bronze. Here it comes. Here it comes. There it is. And 20 years after Rona Martin in Salt Lake City, the eve of a new beginning for Great Britain. Gold medals for Duff, Dodds, Wright, and Muirhead. Hi again, everybody. It's Jungle Jim coming at you with a, another special episode, maybe number 50 in a row. I don't know how many we've done now, Kevin and Warren. Uh, inside Curling episode called Daily Draws. I think this is our last show, Warren, is it? I'm losing track. We have a wrap-up show that'll be out on Monday, but uh, this is sort of the last show. Yeah. I was saying here before we get to the show, I'll tell you how stupid I am. I'm down in uh, Florida. Warren told me it's that's gator country. I said, no, no, Warren, it's crocodile country. He said, no, Jim, it's gator. I said, it's crocodile. He said, what course are you playing? I said, it's called Gator Creek. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not Crocodile Creek. It's Gator Creek. Oh. I guess I should get an atlas or something, Warren, and figure it Anyway, thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you to CoolBet, a proud sponsor of Curling and, frankly, all things ice-related. The logo's a polar bear, after all. If you love sports, make sure you join the thousands of people already enjoying life inside the CoolBet community. And before we get to today's show, we want to remind you that we are available... Uh, get your makeup on, boys, uh, on YouTube, on the Grand Slam of Curling Channel. So, do I look all right, Warren? I'm a little sunburnt, okay? My hair got in my eyes again. <laughs> so, Kevin and Warren, uh, this was the 12th day of action for men's and women's four-person curling at the 22 uh, games in Beijing. And the women's gold medal game took place. Kevin, you're still with us. Uh, you get to go home tomorrow, but you had to cover one game, but a big one. Tell us all about it. Yeah, it was a big one, and it was a great game, actually. I was excited about it, having uh, both Great Britain and Japan went five and four during the round robin. They actually tied with Canada uh, for that third and fourth spot, but because of the draw distance before the games, actually, uh, they were eight, nine, and ten between the three of them. There's only ten, event, ten teams in the event, and they were eight, nine, and ten. The tenth team got, got the boot, and now is Canada. The other two are in. Then they play the semis, and the fives and fours win. So here they are in the final. Great Britain, of course, Eve Muirhead. I was certainly happy that, to see her in the final. It's just great. You know, I, what an ambassador for our sport. And then the, probably the, the happiest, giggliest team in, in the history of our sport is uh, Satsi uh, Fujisawa from, from Japan. So anyway, so great game. Great Britain got off to a good start, 2 nothing. Fujisawa just had a nice freeze to the back button to either force or steal a point. Her first one goes back four. Eve freezes. It's an easy shot. Came up heavy, chipped off. Eve makes a tap. Two points, just like that. Force in the second. And you know what? It was a fairly close game at the half, 3-2. to two. But then Sasuke Fujisawa has a nose hit or, or a roll inside, but nose is good enough. 
to force Eve to a single, and then there'd only be two down with Hammer playing eight. Great situation. Flashes, or just ticks. The, the rock, Eve has a short little three-foot raise for four. Makes it for four, and that's ball game. Like right there, that, that really did it. And then it carried out till they shook hands after nine. But what I noticed uh, right off the start, Team Japan is always jovial and having fun, and they were nervous. They were very, very nervous to start with. Chinami Yoshida, the third, was at, uh, I, I believe, playing the ninth end, 63%. And she is 79% all week in sixth place, around 80% for the whole week, 63 in the final. But I got to give MVP without question at all, Vicky Wright. She was the number one third all week at 82%. And I don't know, uh, Warren, somewhere in the 95, 96 range in the final, she made uh, one end. She makes double, double, two doubles in a row to get her team out of trouble. It was incredible. Yes, it was Eve Meerhead who skipped the team and won the gold medal with the rest of the team. The MVP of the game was Vicky Wright. Absolutely fantastic. And I have to say something else too. Haley Duff, this young curler, 24 years old, uh, born in New Zealand, comes to Scotland, gets into curling. She shot 90% Jim in the final. This young kid, 90%. So it's just a fantastic show put on by Eve Meerhead, Vicky Wright, Jennifer Dodds, Haley Duff, fantastic win. Congratulations. They deserved it. They played fantastic in the final. You just can't take it away. They ended up winning the game 10 to 3. That's the biggest margin in uh, women's uh, final history in the Olympics. Uh, the, the second largest was 8 to 3 in 2018 final. So 10 to 3. Great win. Great Britain just keeps on doing it. If the men aren't winning, the women are. Kev, you, you've played it. Before we get to Warren, he's going to give us his, his recap and, and some stats on it. You've played in multiple briars, Kev, and provincial champions and, and junior and national championships and world championships and Olympics. Uh, you bring up this point about that everyone was caught off guard by Japan being so nervous. What's the biggest pressure, Kevin, you've ever felt in your entire life as a curler? Wow. Well, it has to be the first Olympics for me. First Olympics, for sure. I was 24, so really young. Mm-hmm. We won the Briar in 91. <clears throat> and back then, excuse me, it was, not, I don't have a whole lot of voice left. Right. <laughs> I was, t- today was actually game 34. That was our 34th oh, yeah, yeah, game yeah. we called. Yeah. So, so I don't have a lot of voice left. But anyway, in the 92 Olympics, 24 years old, we won the Briar in 91, and that gave us the right to go to the 92 Olympics. That's how they did it then. Right. I always weigh about 210 pounds, maybe about 215. Now I've got to lose a couple. But yeah, a little up. That's something right. like that. I've always weighed. Uh, yeah. But at the end of that Olympics, of that Olympic run, uh, Warren will remember that we came back from the Olympics and actually played the Briar the next week. Sean and I stayed in Geneva for a few days just to relax and then flew right to Regina, didn't get home, played the Briar. At the end of that whole thing, I weighed 167. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's that's how stressful it is. Like you just, you just burnt out all that energy and just, I was just, a, well, Warren will remember, I was just wasted by the time that Briar was done. So that's the most nervous, stressed for me in my life. And I just, I saw that, not maybe not to that degree. I shouldn't say to that degree, mm-hmm. but Chinami really showed it today. She was actually taking deep breaths early in the game, trying to get her breath. She couldn't get her breath. You know, that's wow. really what the Olympics yeah. is about. Do you enjoy the pressure, Kevin? Did you, did you like it your whole life or, or how did you handle it? Yeah. Isn't that funny? 
you go through hell, really. It just rips your body to pieces. But, but, and then if you win or lose, whatever happens, but you can't wait to do it again. <laughs> so like athletes are the craziest bunch of people. Like it just, it just totally rips your body apart. And then you just can't wait to get in there. Oh, I can't wait to get in another Olympics because I loved it. But it's just really hard in the body. How about you, Warren? Did you like the pressure back in those days? I mean, you played on some great teams, man. How did you soak it all up? When you're at the peak of athletic activity, it's the rush. It's the adrenaline rush that's part of the high that you get from from playing. And depending upon your own emotional makeup, you will try and drive yourself to a point of optimum level of arousal. So when you step on that ice or that football field, you're at a peak. You're, you're right on the edge where you, you've increased your performance, your strength, everything by your own mental mental drive. And that's a huge rush for anybody that, that's been in that position. So... It's interesting on our Facebook group today, there was people saying, well, you know, those poor curlers are all so nervous. And and I went back and said, yeah, but that's part of it. That's why they're there. That's yep. that's the thrill. Uh, that's, that's that's the, the best fear. part. That's the best part. And <laughs> if you haven't been there, you, you probably don't fully understand that. But whatever sport, I mean, I was at the same level of football. And it's the same thing, even that's a physical sport. So even more so, you just drive yourself right to that edge. And it's 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 an amazing feeling. Um and, and and so that's what that's what drives you to do a lot of a lot of the aspects of competitive sport. And it makes it the sorry, and it makes it the best for a fan watching people play under pressure. You know, there's not a better spectator sport. Yeah. So don't feel sorry for the for those poor, poor curlers being under pressure. Okay. <laughs> that's what they that's what they thrive on. Right on. Yeah. Let's get your reaction, Warren, to the game, and and you're our stats guy. Well, we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the stats. Uh, Without question, Great Britain was the strength of the game. They averaged 89%, and as Kevin mentioned, Japan, they looked nervous. They were nervous. Particular third player, they only averaged out at 78%. And again, Vicky Wright, uh, what an outstanding Olympic she had. She shot 94% again uh, tonight and uh, was, as Kevin suggested, if there was an all-star for the Olympics, she would have to be it. The other amazing thing is that Great Britain team, they scored 22 points in two playoff games. That's got to be a record for <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before. 22 points in two playoff games. The other interesting thing, Kevin talked about the five and four records of uh, Japan, Great Britain, and Canada. But if you go into that last round of how goofy this whole thing was, Japan's playing Switzerland. And they're at that point in time in third place. If they win that game against Switzerland, things are going to change dramatically because they're not they're not going to get third place with a six and three record. Canada and Great Britain are then going to be tied for the last playoff spot at five and four. Canada beat Great Britain in the round robin, so Canada would have been in and Britain would have been out, and it was all dependent upon that game. And Britain again, amazing in that last uh, round robin, they weren't even on the ice when all this happened. So it's quite a series of, of just strange things that happened for that whole thing to take place, and then to have two teams with five and four records playing for the gold medal. Doubt if you'll ever see it again. So it was quite remarkable from that point of view, and made the whole thing really interesting. And uh, unfortunately, the Japanese team, because they're young, first time they're in that position, uh, they were just a little too nervous. But brought back a lot of uh, things to my memory about Japan and, and my involvement. And the first time I went over to Japan in 1986 into the Tokyo area, curling really hadn't even hardly started in the Tokyo area in 1986. And I was chuckling to myself about some of the concepts that they had about how to play the game and how to skip it. And, and they, they had no idea. And uh, my friend, who became my friend, Hiroshi Kobayashi, did so much work uh, in that area to bring things along. And he brought people in from the Japanese Olympic Committee and some highly influential people in Japan that finally was the, the driving force that got curling into the games in 1998. And it was their appeal to Samaranch 
1992 that kind of said, we'll take women's hockey if you put curling in. And that was the whole thing that uh, got curling in the Olympics. And uh, it was Hiroshi who was the driver behind it all thing. So I'm watching that Japanese play team play tonight. And, and all that's coming back in my memory of how it really got in the Olympics. And Japan's had such a major role in it. And that's the first time they've been in a gold medal game. So good for them. Yeah, cool. Su- super cool. Okay, now uh, what we've been doing every day is uh, seeing how you guys how your picks are. We don't want to do that, Jim. <laughs> Were you no good again, Hanson? What, huh? Did I did I miss you again? Well, I, I had to back off, Jim. I won three days in a row, so I, I had to. <laughs> Kevin, oh, you're waving your arm. Okay, you can see him on video. All right, Martin, let's uh, let's tell us how you can break it down. We're, if we know if we know what you did, we know what Warren didn't. Okay. I just thought, you know, and I, I said it actually in, in yesterday's show when Rob Foles was filling in for you, Jimmy, and I said that Vicki Wright was just too good all week. In the end, guess what? She won the game. She just made every shot the entire game and made Eve's shots, because of that, easier. And Eve's a good enough curler to make them when they're tough shots. But when you've got Vicky setting it up and Eve finishing it off, they were just too strong. And so I picked Great Britain and, and they won, which is, you know, I, and of course I wouldn't have minded if, if uh, Japan would have won because what a great team to watch. But Eve Mirhead and Vicky Wright, they deserve that win. Right. Uh, so I think we know what you did, Warren, but you're going to get a chance. You're going to get the floor here. We'll give you the floor. Well, no, I, I, I felt that the Japanese team, from watching them perform a number of times during the week, that they had the potential. And I think they were just a little too nervous uh, to, to play the game at the level they needed to tonight. And uh, that's what happened. And before they knew it, they were down a few points and they're struggling and things just weren't working for them. As Kevin mentioned, particularly the third player had a real tough night. So... I think if they could have come out there uh, with the same kind of attitude and relaxation they normally do, they would have been uh, would have been right there. But it was just a little too early for them. But I think they'll probably be back. Right. Uh, so this has been a lot of fun, right? Since uh, Cool Bet jumped on board, that we uh, we said, well, how do we how are we going to do this? And uh, as everyone knows by now, uh, when they they took it on to sponsor uh, this show, literally twenty minutes after they. They went online to be able to do this, and people were coming in droves to, to lay down a few bucks uh, on the game. So we thank them very much. But the big deal would be, uh, as 23 days have gone by, uh, we start. And the reason is 23 days. The Olympics is two weeks long, unless you're covering curling. Okay, and it starts. <laughs> it starts before then with the mixed doubles. So how do you guys? How I started trying to keep track. Do you guys know how you did over the whole course of the Olympics now on picking winners? Well, we talked about that yesterday, so I don't, I, I don't know for sure. I know it's really close. Oh, okay. Um, I had a really good start. Yeah, you did. But then Warren beat up on me last three days before this. So I think in the end, it would be within one or two. And I, don't, I do not know. I kind of think I might have edged Warren out, but, but by like one or two, that's it. I'll concede. He wins. I I told you, Kevin, <laughs> never count Hanson out. Never count him out, okay? He's been around, man. So... Congratulations, Kevin. You get to wear the cool bit jacket all year. The lizard. And it's made of lizard. Okay. It's lizard skin. It's made of, cr- it's it's made of crocodiles. <laughs> okay. So uh, very good, boys. A lot of fun. This has been great. Uh, you know what it's like to go without any sleep. We've been making a lot of fun of that, though. Kevin, uh, we really appreciate you coming on every day. I know you made yeoman's work of what you had to do. It's not that tough for me, and uh, especially when I got out here on the East Coast. And Warren, you getting up. Uh, he finally, he finally sh- had a little wee slip, Kev. I talked to him on the phone yesterday. I phoned him. I said, hey, Warren, how's it going? 
I'm resting, Jim, if you don't mind. <laughs> Great job, uh, Warren, both of you. It was, it was fantastic, and I know people loved it. I see tons of emails that come through about it, and we had a lot of fun doing it, and we really appreciate it. Is there an overall, Kev, what you thought the Olympics are like? Can you give us a sort of rundown? Was it predictable, unpredictable? Uh, what are your thoughts? I think this Olympics did just a ton for curling internationally with Italy picking up a gold medal in curling. Amazing. Can't wait to have them on our show. That'll be terrific. Mujaner and uh, Constantini. And that was just huge for, and to have Japan do so well and, and Europe do so well in Great Britain. And um, it was really nice to see Brad Gushu uh, get that bronze medal. Um, it meant a lot to them. So it was really, really good, I think, around the entire globe. But I think it really will lift up a lot of the countries, especially with Italy winning, realizing, hey, we have a chance. And I think curling is going to grow dramatically because of it. Okay, Warren, can, uh, can everyone relax a little bit, Warren, about trying to take down Team Canada at these things? There, was a, you know, there were a bunch of people coming on going, this is, you know, the Curling Canada's got to straighten things out. And with, this is not fair, throwing this mixed doubles team in and that they never had any time to prepare. But if you just heard what Kevin said, uh, you know, they, they got to be proud of what they did. What do you take away from the whole Olympics, Warren? What surprised you? What didn't? Your thoughts on all of that? Well, first of all, I don't think for the most part people are taking down Canada. Everybody realizes that the teams that were in Beijing for Canada are some of the best curlers in the world. I don't think that's the topic. The topic is how do we better prepare them? How do we get things uh, better from a Canadian point of view? And I'll just mention a couple of things in that regard. I think on the women's side, uh, one thing that proved to us that the parity at the women's side of world curling is like it's never been before. And so it means that practically any country is right now in a position to win, which means for Canada to be in a consistent position of being in a winner's circle, the edge is going to have to be improved slightly. I think on the men's side, uh, it became obvious that to contend against teams like Sweden and Britain, you're going to have to consistently play over 90%. And so whatever we have to do to get teams in Canada at that point, that's what's going to be required going forward to be able to be a contender. And I think the mixed doubles uh, side of things as well proved the same type of thing is that uh, to be a contender, you're going to have to play really, really well. And uh, I think that's going to be up to Canada to decide what are we got to do to get our teams to the point from a structure point of view, from a preparation to be able to contend with the rest of the world, which has now come to a level that we haven't seen before. So that's what I take away from it. Yeah, good, good. Well said. Uh, you wouldn't say, Kev, uh, that there has to be these big radical changes to get uh, Team Canada back onto the gold medal winning platform, would you? Radical changes? No. Can we stay the, the way it is today? Absolutely, we cannot. That's two Olympics in a row where we did okay, but not great. And uh, I think we need to make sure we evolve as the game evolves. And we haven't changed a thing in a long time. So we definitely have some changes to do. Radical changes? You're probably right, Jimmy. We don't need that. But boy, we can't uh, sit on our hands. That's for sure. I think we'll talk about it next week, but I think there needs to be a, a process started of saying, okay, we're going to do this and see how it goes. And I think edge your way along to doing things a little bit differently. But there's maybe a way to start the process gradually that gets things in, in a better position than they are now to make sure that we're able to put together, together the best possible teams we have and that they're given the best opportunity to produce uh, in, uh, in the best possible way. You, you guys are a host. Dreams come true. Okay, when you say, do you think we need any changes? And you're going to go, no, no, we're good. We just got to beat. When both of you go, yes, we need changes. Coming up on the next Inside Curling, we're going to talk about a lot of it. Great stuff, boys. Uh, it really was good. I really enjoyed it. A lot of fun. 
Uh, we'll be back on Monday uh, to wrap it up. We want to thank Cool Bet, a proud sponsor of Curling and, frankly, all things ice-related. The logo's a polar bear, after all. If you love sports, make sure you join the thousands of people already enjoying life inside the Cool Bet community. One of the guys who works on the show, and there's a mitt full of people who work on this, and we appreciate it, is Jonathan Brazo, who uh, is a producer and director and helps us out with all sorts of stats. But he's a good curler in his own right, and he loves the sport. And uh, he writes a piece called Eight Ends, and it's daily on uh, sportsnet.ca, and he does it every day. So check that out. Way to go, Jonathan. A reminder again, if you want to email us, insidecurling at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Everyone knows by now the Facebook group is alive and kicking, and there's all sorts of stuff up there, and we'd love to hear from you. If you want to talk to who better than two of the greatest uh, ambassadors of the game in Warren Hansen and, of course, Kevin. I've, I've always called you Kev still, the Wayne Gretzky of curling. You must, you must be getting used to that handle. So we'd love to hear from you and love to answer your questions, and we do it each and every week on Inside Curling. Back Monday for a wrap on the Olympics, and we'll be back with our regular show next week on Inside Curling. Fellas, I'm so glad we had this time together. I was going to give you a little Carol Burnett. I'm pulling my ears worn. Remember, she did. And we had a laugh and sing a song. song. That a boy. Hey, Kevin can <laughs> sing, man. Kevin can sing. Take it easy, boys. We'll talk to you on Monday when we're back on air. Take it easy, everyone. Thanks a lot to, for listening to Daily Draw and Inside Curling. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> see you again. See you more.